Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I'm joined by um, Met Air and meteorologist Joanna Donnelly, who's with us here on the show. And Joanna, for once, you're not here to talk about the weather. Tell us what happened over the weekend. Yeah, another bike gone. 40 years cycling around Dublin and in since May I've lost three bikes. Three my of them. bike and both my son's bikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's getting ridiculous out there and it was how they got to school too. So now I'm looking at next Monday morning how to get them to school and back. Oh. So what happened, Joanna, or when did it happen or where? Well, my bike was stolen in May. Uh, I couldn't believe it. It got back and it just wasn't there. Um, and then my son took the train in from Port Marnock in August. And when he got back off the train again, bike not there. He couldn't believe it. And on Sunday, I was working. Harm was doing the marathon. And my middle son, he needed to get to Dalkey. And the trains on the bank holiday for the marathon don't run north of Hoth Junction. So Tobias had to get on his bicycle, cycle to Hoth Junction, he left the bike there and when he got back, it was gone. So it was taken from the train station at Hoth Junction? Yeah, and his original plan had been to take the bike because you can't take your bike on the train outside peak time. Um. So his plan had been to take the bike on the train, but he was a little stressed. He's only 14, so he was a little stressed getting himself from Port Marnock all the way to Dalkey. He was doing the national volleyball um, training there. Uh, he's on the national volleyball team for the under okay. 16 so he's delighted with himself and it was important that he get there and we couldn't get him there and making his own way there at 14 you know it was quite it's a big powerful. journey for him yeah 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 yeah. but uh, unfortunately when he got back to pick up his bike Thing it was, was gone. gone and yeah. uh, like not to point out the obvious but I'm, I'm sure it was well locked up and all of that and he, yeah and as I was saying to somebody else recently even if it's not it's like saying to a woman, well, sure, what were you thinking walking through the t- park in the dark? Didn't you know you were going to be attacked? Yeah. No, I you know. should be able to leave your bike, whether it's locked or not locked or good lock. Or, and all the responses on Twitter are all about, well, have you got a good lock? Is it a better lock? Is it an even better yeah. lock? Is it a motorcycle lock? I mean, a, a good it's lock the point. Weighs, it weighs a lot. You know, they, they if you have to carry a big, heavy lock in your bike yeah, on your not back, practical. it's not. It's not. I mean, he, his bike was locked with a good lock and it's not enough. Is there CCTV in the area? Well, that's what the Guardi are on to now. And they ha- and the Guardi in fairness have been great. They've been following up for me and checking out the, CV at, the CCTV at the stations. But um, I ho- and, and both the bikes were registered with I- uh, Bike Register as well, by the way. So I, I've done everything I can. You've done everything right, I know. There's no yeah, hope I know, on the, I know. On the um, insurance either, because by the time you pay the excess, the value of the bike then is you're, you're nearly better off just buying a new, a new bike or, yeah, another bike, another bike to buy. The other two bikes you mentioned from May and August, your own bike and, and your other sons, did you get them back, Joanna? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't get any of them back yet, no. I hold out hope and yeah. I have Google Alerts set up that if my if bike suiting my descriptions turns up, then I get a Google Alert to say, you know, there's an ad on whichever of the um, resale mm. websites, uh, you know, looking for them. But you know, we're trying to encourage active travel. My kids get themselves around. He was getting himself to Dawson. He gets himself in and out to school. 
Um, his school is quite a distance away, it's about eight kilometres away, and he cycles in and out. So that's why his bike was converted to an electric bike, to give him a little bit of a, a help going up the hill for school. Um, so it's a, a little bit of a more expensive bike. I was going to say, it's obviously an expensive yeah. Well, it wasn't, Piece you of know, equipment. it was an ordinary bike converted to electric. So it wasn't a fully, it wasn't the full cost of a, a full electric bike. But, and it wasn't, he didn't have it as electric. He was just dry, cycling it as an ordinary bike. Um, so we didn't lose the battery in that. But, so it's not an electric bike for whoever stole it. It's just mm. an ordinary bike for whoever stole it. But, but I mean, this is the thing. If you've had three bikes stolen since May of this year, the, the bikes have to go somewhere. Like, sh- surely there's some way that we can record this better than we do. I know, I know, um, I know there is a terrible, terrible second-hand market out there for stolen bikes. They're they're ending up online or in other shops as well. Um, my bikes are registered, and I have the Guardi have the serial numbers. For my bikes. And so, they what does that marked. mean, Joanna? That means that if I go onto a website today and I see your bike and I buy it, the guards will get notified, will they, about it? Well, if no, um, but if the guardie recovered that bike, if they find that bike, the owner of that bike can't say, well, that's my bike. And they say, well, no, actually, this bike is reported as stolen. So, if you buy a bike that has been stolen and registered and notified to the guardy, then you have stolen property. So that it can be taken off. But it's only can... it's only if somebody c- catches me with this stolen bike. Is that the only way there'd be anyone to be notified about it though? Yeah, yeah. So if the guardy okay. got called to see you with my bike. So only if I'm stopped and the off chance that I would be stopped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you'd imagine they'd have a better system than that though. Yeah, well I mean they have to have to find the person who stole it, that's the thing. But if they go to a shop and find my bike in it, then that person has stolen property in their shop. That's receiving stolen goods and all those things. Because, And, and that's the thing, you have to take a note of your bike's serial number. When you buy it, your serial number is there. Um, take a note of your serial number so that if it does get stolen, report it immediately with the serial number. Because the Guardi do actually recover thousands of bikes mm. every year but they've no way of reuniting them with their yeah. owners because the owners don't have the serial numbers. So if you, the first thing you do when you get a bike, especially, you know, coming up to Christmas, people getting new bikes for Christmas, write down your serial number straight away. It's underneath the pedals when you turn your bike upside down, the serial number's on, under there, underneath the bike. Do you hold out hope that you'll get any of them back, Joanna? Yes, of course I do. You do, yeah. <laughs> of course I do. I was going, this is, this is my bike. I'm looking at every bike because I cycle everywhere myself, of course. And so every time I pass a bike stand, I'm looking to see. I know. I have three bikes to find. Well, now. that's what I'm thinking, you know. Yeah. You'd hope you'd get get them back at this stage. Describe uh, this yeah. bike for us for anybody maybe tuned in today. The the recent bike stolen is a green giant bike. So it's a bright, fluorescent green bike, um, big mountain bike wheels, the it's distinctive because the front wheel will have a, a different type of inner spoke. It's bright and shiny chrome um, because it's an electric little motor on that. Um, a boy's mountain bike is what you describe it as. Green giant. This might I'm be... I'm missing a yellow one. You're missing... Yeah, <laughs> yellow go on, giant. go on. You may give, give us them all now. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the, the one from my younger son is a yellow giant, same bright, bright, bright yellow, and mine is a blue trek. 
this might be a silly question and and I don't cycle so I'm I'm not, you know, terribly familiar with how 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 this works um other than talking to people who cycle, you know, quite frequently and I have had Barry Kenny on the show on multiple occasions talking about bike facilities at train stations but could we not have something like a kind of a locker or something that you could get within the train station for storing bikes or is that a sort yeah, of a mad uh, idea? No, it shouldn't be a mad idea and a proper bike parking facilities shouldn't be a, bad, a mad idea where they're protected within the grounds of the yeah. station. Um, there are bike locker facilities available at some of the major train stations. But um, as far as I know, at the moment, they're only available to rent for regular users. So you can b- rent them by the year, which is not any use to occasional users. There should be, I think, a facility where I can come along and lock my bike and know it's going to be there when we get back. I mean, I cycle in and out of work. I've got secure parking at work. If I had a notion that my bike was going to be stolen every day from work, that would deter me from cycling to work. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to encourage people to use public transport and to use alternative methods of um, getting to work. I need proper facilities to be able to lock my bike. And I need a major deterrent to the people stealing and reselling my bikes. Yeah, that needs to be done. Well, this in is order the thing. To fight climate change, it's the it's the it's the low. I mean, it's the low level crime that we talk about. It's it's in the bracket of you know the like when you talk about antisocial behaviour and all this kind of stuff, and you know people that are affected are very annoyed about it and they take it very seriously. But like you get the impression, how many people have been convicted of bike theft? Do you know you, you'd have to wonder and how seriously it's, not, it's been taken. It's not low level crime at all when you consider the consequences. My oh, children absolutely. have no way of getting. To no, but I just mean um, that it would be regarded yes, as I know you it's know regarded as yeah, but it's not not remotely. It's they've stolen our means of transport now. We we have it's not a toy. They didn't steal our toys. No. They stole our transport. Well, you wouldn't drive to the train station if you thought there was a chance the car wouldn't be there when you got back. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And they're expensive enough. And people say, oh, your next bike do this and your next... But I've lost three bikes now. I know, year. I know. No, I it's terribly infuriating. Three, three and five months. I have, I never... I've, I'm cycling 40 years in Dublin. I've been cycling around Dublin for 40 years now. And I've never lost a bike. <laughs> so it's got years. worse, you see. But should there's no if there's no deterrent and people aren't being punished for it, it'll continue. And I think that second-hand market is the one that we really are yeah. concerned about. Okay. Well, so I w- if you are buying a bike, make sure you're buying. There, there are hints for how because people have been advising me on how to buy a second-hand bike. If you want to buy a second-hand bike off any of the websites that are um, advertising bicycles, ask the seller questions about the bike and ask to see a photograph of the bike with the seller previous. To the to them wanting mm. to sell it, and don't meet them away from their home. They're unlike they're likely to be selling you a stolen bike. And if you buy a stolen bike, and it's recovered, you're the one that has possession of stolen property. Yeah, well, you do it in the knowledge, sure. You, 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 you know, if you're not, do you know what I mean? You, you're the people yeah. are doing it in the knowledge that they they know there's a chance. This doesn't belong to the seller when they're purchasing it in the first place. Like it's, I mean, it, it ha- it's terribly annoying for you, Joanna. And, I, you know, I can hear it even talking to you today. And I wonder, are there other, like there's, there has to be plenty of other people in the same position as you. Um, if you want to talk to us, I mean, how are you like Joanna? Have you had one, two, three? How many other bikes stolen? Has the problem got worse? 1800 453 is the number. Joanna, listen, I hope the next time we speak, you'll have been reunited with the wheels. At least one of them.
Yeah, hopefully so anyway. Fingers crossed. Uh, lots of you coming in with suggestions though on why it's so hard to reunite stolen bikes with their owners. Uh, Dan has got in contact. He says, don't the Gardaí have a stolen missing bike warehouse where they hold the bikes for so long? Um, why can't more be made of that and discussed about it? Marie has got in touch. Why can't a chip be hidden into the bicycle so that you can trace it? Nick says, lads, the bikes go into a container and they're shipped off to Eastern Europe and sold. This texter says, along with recording and registering your serial number. Why can't people hide an Apple AirTag in the bike frame or in the saddle? That way you could see where your bike is at all times. So I suppose it's similar to find my phone, isn't it? Uh, Darren and Tipperary suggests bikes should only be allowed to be sold online with the serial number uh, in the advert as well. Otherwise they shouldn't even be allowed to be sold. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking to Joanna Donnelly there, the meteorologist, uh, just before the break about her third bike stolen in the past seven months. Imagine three of them since May stolen and the latest only there at the weekend. And I've been trying to get figures to find out how many bike thefts we have and what's the conviction rate. Because let's be honest, like until people are convicted for this, it'll just continue. Um, some of the bike, the bicycle groups, the cycling groups say you're talking about an average, an average about 6,000 bikes a year are stolen. The guards say, according to their website, so far this year, we've 3,800 reported bicycle thefts. But seemingly only one in four bikes that are stolen are even reported to the guards in the first instance. And um, of those figures, from what I can see, 1% of thefts result in conviction. But 1%. If there's a guards listening and I'm wrong, please let me know. 1800 453 106. But there's loads of suggestions coming in today from cyclists and how we can um, how we can improve things for cyclists. We're constantly telling people to park the car and get out and use the bike. And sure as Joanna says, why would you bother if you can't? There's no guarantee the bike's going to be there when you get off the train. This listener says, I live in the Netherlands for many years and every train station has the facility to park your bike safely. And yes, it'll be there when you get back. This text on 53106 says surely nowadays bicycles should be registered and fitted with an electronic trackable ID microchip it it could be scanned by the guards or indeed the owner that would deter uh, the would-be thieves and make it much much easier to trace again more suggestions coming in around something similar to the Apple AirTag if we have find my iPhone why can't you find my bike James has got in touch from Property Marking Ireland Um, James what's your suggestion on this? Uh, good afternoon, Kira. Good afternoon to your listeners. Yeah. So, Property Marking Ireland is a social enterprise that we established about five years ago. Um, and it's supposed to deal with the whole area of property theft, from construction to farming uh, to bicycles. Um, and it, it, so, so, five years down the road, we have some measurable impact and some figures for you. Okay. So, in, in relation to all property, in fairness to Angardashi O'Connor, they recover between 28 and 32% of stolen goods. Yeah. But they're only able to return 4% to the rightful owners because there's no unique identifier on it where they can contact the person when they have recovered the stolen item, including bicycles. Um, and I was just listening earlier. Yes, their warehouses are full of unclaimed bicycles because there isn't that ability to bring it back to the owner. So, so Property Marking Ireland uh, brought up a very simple idea. So, Kira, you've got an air code. Yes. And that air code is a unique identifier to your address. And we have a piece of technology or a property marking machine that can very discreetly put your air code onto your bicycle. I know you don't have one, but let's say you did. And we can mark that what we call overtly and covertly. 
In other words, uh, where it's res- not that easy to find it, but the Gardaí know the, the location of it. And then we can mark it covertly, where the machine can mark your air code very, very small onto your bicycle. Okay. So this works? Uh, well, here, here's the thing. So we're able to look at some measurable impact now. So we started off our whole programme with property theft as a pilot programme in Cavan Monaghan Garda Division five years ago. So we, we, we concentrated on Monaghan. They very kindly purchased uh, two property marking machines and erected the all-important signage uh, with the Garda logo saying property marking in operation in this estate or within this community. Uh, and then we began the journey of marking property of all types. And 14 months later, at the Joint Policing Committee uh, uh, meeting, which gives the stats for crime, uh, the level in Cavan, where we were not operated, stayed static. And we reduced property crime in Monaghan by over 80% in that previous 14 months. Okay. And- uh, and is, is people wondering today, James, around um, getting their serial number, or, you know, using the serial number. And that was something that Joanna Donnelly pointed out as well. But I suppose this your your point is this would be an additional layer. An additional layer. And I think people are very well intentioned to record their serial number. But unfortunately, not very many of them get around to it. But the point with your air code is that uh, if uh, something has been stolen, say a bicycle, so i give you an example. There were, there were a couple of bicycles stolen in Monaghan back just before COVID uh, and went to the station, ended up going to a warehouse and there the guardy at the warehouse saw the air code uh, and were able to return those two bicycles to their rightful owner. Um, so when we look at the figures now, so if you look at bicycle theft, so per 100,000 of the population, the average in the country is 132 bicycles stolen per year. In Dublin, that figure is about 142 um, and has increased during COVID. We, we saw property crime reducing during COVID because of the mobility of the mobile criminal gangs not being as active yeah. because nobody could move. But from bicycle area to area. theft went up though, didn't it? It, it went up by close to 40% because wow. people got more active, more into exercise and travel and using bicycles. So it's a very big national social issue now. Yeah. But interestingly enough, we, we look at Cavan Monaghan area now. We have 42 property market machines throughout the country. It's a community-led crime prevention program. The local authorities purchase the machines. We provide the training. And then to, to groups, whether it's men's sheds or community alert, mm. neighborhood watch, rugby clubs, like crime is everybody's business, you could say. But when we look at the figures now, you are five times less likely in Cavan and Monaghan to have your bicycle stolen than you are to have in any other rural county and three times more likely to have it returned to you if it is stolen. Yeah. It's uh, interesting text in here as well from Chris. He's got in touch and says, my bike was stolen with two locks in it. There must have been people nearby watching somebody hack away at the locks. It happened in the middle of the day and nobody did absolutely anything to stop them, says Chris. May has got in touch as well and she says, it kills me that stolen bikes isn't seen as a bigger crime. They're so expensive to purchase. It's such a huge deal if your bike is stolen. It's often your only mode of transport and can be very difficult to replace costly as well. There should be far more done to try and prevent this sort of crime. You see, the interesting thing is the guards run um, a bike week. Like they do have a campaign around this. They talk about the fact that they recover about 1,800 bicycles so far, even this year. That seems to be out of the 3,800 that have already been reported stolen. And they talk about advising people to spend between 10 to 20% of the value of the bike on two different types of locks and keep the locks off the ground. But like I think ultimately, until you're actually convicting people, 
responsible for bike theft. It's property te- theft. It's the same as breaking into somebody's house and uh, taking any of their valuables, whether it be money, jewellery, whatever household items. And I think until it is taken that seriously, until there's higher conviction rates than 1%, this is just going to be a constant problem. Like Joanna Donnelly there with three bikes stolen in the space of seven months and us telling everyone to park up the car and get out in the bike. Sure, it's going to continue to happen. It's just absolutely bizarre. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.